welcome to Wayside Stations, where we talk of stories that feature culture, food, music, wildlife, discovery, and much, much more. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. We have Mr. M with us uh, today. And today we're going to be discussing an episode that he had at uh, Churchgate in Mumbai. Mm -hmm. And this was, uh, I think what he told me is this is concerning a book stall that's there in uh, the Churchgate area. So welcome, Mr. M. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Ranga, sir. (laughs) This is a very, uh, very special uh, experience I had. Um, of course, the impact of it is very strong. And so I thought I'll share uh, this particular experience with you. <laughs> what happened was, see, I generally keep going to Churchgate, uh, you know, Bombay, quite often for my audits, actually. So this particular, what is the time uh, a year and this thing, I'm not very familiar. Uh, it must have been during my one of those days where I, when I went to Bombay. But I used to be consistently traveling from 1979, 80 almost, sir, to Bombay. Till almost 1990. There used to be a bookstall there in Eros Theatre, just down Eros Theatre, that is in Churchgate. There is a, that is called as Eros Bookstall. Now, I do not know whether it's there or not. Uh, I used to find it very fascinating because uh, it had books of all types of tastes, actually. Uh, you can just go sit there, ruminate a bit, whichever books you want, you can take. And also, they don't mind, you know, a lot of people will come and sit down and read the books also. They don't mind. Uh, if you don't buy it immediately, it doesn't matter. So there was a, some sort of a comfort level. Though it's a small place, there was a comfort level for us to go. We did not buy the books. We can always read it a little bit, find out a bit. It was a very familiar place, actually. So very, very familiar place. And there, is a, there was an ordinary one uh, helper was there, you know, one helper who, told, who used to show us the books and then tell us where the books are. Generally have some discussions with him in case of a new release that takes place. Yeah. And things like that. And then depending upon your interest, you will also talk. And these were um, only new books or these were um, uh, second-hand books? Uh, no, no, no. This is all uh, the, only new books. Uh, new, new books, new okay. Books, not, not second-hand books. Yeah. What you find in the airports and all, uh, new books. Only. Yeah. Uh, this helper's name is Francis. He's a, some sort of a helper. Maybe he comes in the evenings, you know, to help and they work in the morning somewhere and come over in the evenings to help. Uh, you know, maybe he hands a little bit extra cash uh, from being there in the bookstore. But the most interesting thing about the chap is uh, he always talks well. He always can understand what you want in a, in, in a very intuitive way, this person is. And looking at the way you read your books, you know, the fellow can always find out which book is better for you. So many things just by looking at you, this chap had. And he's the only uh, person there, um, Francis. But I always found him, you know, reading a book since sitting on a stool uh, in one corner. Customer comes, then he will take care of the thing. Now, what happened was, uh, this is a very ordinary, as, as such, the timing-wise, it's very simple. That's uh, what I'm going to state. Um, so I bought uh, three books on that day, uh, which, of course, the, the subject which I like is something like space and uh, something on UFOs and something on some new ideas and things like that. So, and he took that books to the cashier. So the first book costed about 40 odd rupees. Uh, I was still managing because at the time in uh, 
those times it is any book is very expensive for us you know because we didn't mm. have that sort of cash for it the next was some 27 rupees or something i still remember the 67 rupees now i was hesitant whether to add the third book or not have it and then uh, now it's up to you to believe what is what what has happened francis looked at me and said no 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 this book is good you don't miss it out something like that he said it's a third book third book would have costed me another 40 or something 25 or 30 rupees okay. maybe some eight rupees would have taken total out of 100 so i was very hesitant to buy the third book uh, then he looked at me in a very nice way and i said i tell you something is very fascinating you think knowledge is uh, expensive then why don't you try ignorance i for me for a second you can call it as a marketing stunt or you can call it as any damn thing you felt like i've had a distinct clarity that i'll buy the third book also immediately sir and the first uh moment he said that i was shocked and maybe it created an impact on that point of time for me i can't also say and immediately i buy all i bought all the books or most be some 87 rupees or something 86 87 rupees and then i went back and uh, then i thought then i just spoke to him hey, what is it you are trying to tell me now because i have already understood it he says see you don't um, this is what came to my mind i thought i'll just tell you you think knowledge is expensive try ignorance and you will find out whether ignorance is more expensive or the knowledge is more expensive it's for him to see <laughs> sir this hit me very strongly and slowly and slowly and slowly it seeped on to me on that day sir full day i'll be again be very honest the nature gives you and takes it back you know the whole thing is after about 6 months or so sir i was completely fascinated with this particular thought process and i didn't mind buying any book which i wanted <laughs> whether it is expensive or otherwise and uh, now i went back to the eros theater that bookstall theater you know but this is sad part of the story is he's no longer there the chap is left and gone which then only i realized that fellow has to say something and that's the end of the story basically that's what you have to now ruminate on your own find out on your own take your you know you have to you know do the journey on your own find out more possibilities but what created a terrific internal shift was never doubt your own uh, you want some books please buy you may not be in position to read immediately i do agree i don't deny that sir so many books come to me so many books are with me some of the books i would not have read i don't deny you know people may ask me why do you buy books which you can't read and which you don't it's not a question of whether you read or not read somehow at that point of time you felt like buying the book you got it as per nature's wish or i don't know whatever it is or whatever your thought process at the time but to be honest with you sir sometimes after four years sometimes after five years i read the book then only you try to sort of you know appreciate the book better if i read that first time i would have just read it i would not have known anything about the book actually there's one story i just want to state here in connection with this in 1970 i got a book from one person called dr s c gupta he was an iit person at that time he liked me a lot and he gave me a book george gemaus book called 1 2 3 infinity Mm-hmm. he felt that i am quite adequate enough to understand this book anyway what are you may think of but i tell you 1972 or 73 i don't exactly know maybe during that time sir 
I took the book. Uh, took the book with a lot of fanfare and said, "Wow, I'll read the book." And all. To be honest with you, sir, first chapter also I was not able to understand. Frankly, <laughs> and uh, then you know what? That book is in a part of my collection even today. I'll be honest with you. Now, what happened was this uh, George Gemow book one. I'll freely give it to anybody who ever wants it. Okay, and believe me, after four or five years, I'd given it to one Dr. Susan Sharma. She returned the book after six years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one IT chap in Infosys, I gave that book to him. He also returned it back after four years or something, sir, to me. And to be honest with you, in between, what happened? I'll tell you. A lot of times, I used to give it back, and it used to come back to me. So I didn't understand why it's coming back to me. Frankly speaking, this George Gemow's book. So in 1991, sir, uh, we were asked to go for some work from Delhi to Dharuveda for doing some work for Hero Honda, some factories there. So we used to go for that. But it takes a lot of time, no? From our, uh, we used to be picked up by bus and then we used to travel to that place. So on the first day, I still remember. Uh, it was almost an hour to go on, an hour to come back. It is better that I have some book in my hand. So I just opened my cupboard. The first book came to my hand was this book actually, Charles Gimmo's book. And I thought there's nothing else to do. Okay, take the book and go. No decision to make. You know, so the nature is given. I'm given this book, just take it and go. Whether I understand it or not doesn't matter. Sir, the first time I started reading, I could. This is the time I felt in '91. Where is '94 or '73? I don't know. Where is '91? After 18 years, I could read the book to some extent. And the second, the third chapter gave me an extraordinary insight about dimensions, sir. Um, that is, we call it as physical dimension. No, the one, the second, the third. Mm-hmm. Maybe how to imagine the fourth, how to imagine the fifth, and all that. Mm-hmm. So the first time in my life, I felt, uh, you know, I required so much of time for us to understand this book. It's not possible for us me to have done understood this book before. So, but at the same time, nature wants you to learn it, right? That's why he didn't. Otherwise, the book would not have been returned back. Most of the times, where the books gets returned, sir, tell me. When we give it to somebody, it goes to a kabaddi wala, it doesn't get returned. So then I realized this concept of this, you know, this what that fellow said: try ignorance, you know, try ignorance. Absolutely, I thought it was a very phenomenal impact on you. Like this, each book I have some very very different look. Like Looking Glass Universe, another book which took me some time to read. And there are several books in my cupboard. <laughs> Still, I have not even touched them. I got it. I have not read them. But whatever it is, I want to tell you: each book has its own maturity. Maybe we have to mature for ourselves. Maybe our receptivity has to increase. Maybe at that time the books may not be available. You know, that time even if you search them, it may not be available. So the nature provides you the book at that time. Wait patiently for you to get a little, grow up a little bit, or maybe <laughs> mature a little bit, and maybe more receptive towards the experience that she's endowed with to us. You know. This particular incident of Francis has triggered me with extreme clarity, and I get the book. If I'm not able to read it, I leave it also. I wait for an opportunity for the ignorance to go. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. That no, was very nice because um, I'm sure I think many of us, including myself, we all buy books, you know, and always there is this feeling that you know sometimes uh, you think that oh, you already have so many books that you have not read. Why buy one more thing and just mm-hmm. put it in the collection? so there is this feeling that why we should spend on that and uh, when you have so many books and you just have so little time to read it uh, you know these days especially with so many distractions and so many other avenues of 
you know entertainment and enrichment it's really hard to find uh, you know quiet time to read a book and to sort of absorb and imbibe ideas from it but what you say is quite fascinating because it's almost like yes you can buy a book just let it sit there when the time comes automatically you will you will have a chance to pick it up or you know as you say hmm. when probably the book decides that you are ready <laughs> enough to handle it it gives you a cue we have to know you know what those signals are and be very receptive about you know you know what is it that the book wants to impart to us and of course i think the impact of um, chances about you know if you think knowledge is expensive try ignorance i think that's a line that we have to save in our hearts for a long time to come and we have to probably always whenever we come across the situations probably mm. this is like what you call this an aphorism or this is a what they call sutra in sanskrit or hindi it's like it's like a pithy mm. saying which mm. i think we can recall and then take a decision appropriately appropriately that's that's exactly that's what i think it, it gives you a clarity kind of uh, decision making at the time itself that's what uh, but even today i have not i have not uh, you know forgotten this uh, francis at all you know so mm. Uh, so I, I deeply owe a lot of things to him for that one line. Actually, what he told me. Many times it happens. We buy a book, we may not read it, but suddenly what happens is nature provides that opportunity to give it to somebody who really requires it. Also, something has happened with me, and that chap is literally thrilled with that sort of a book. Oh, I was wanting to have this book for a long time, and I never found it, and things like that. It's then you give it to them. Maybe that's another. We may be a conduit at that time also. possible very important very important point that you made there because sometimes we don't know whether you know we are the channel through which you somebody know, book has to read somebody else who's somebody you know else. even more passionate about it or yearning to learn from that rather than we ourselves you know so i think that's also a very interesting point i mean sometimes when you go to a bookstore and you're really fascinated by a book something of that appeals to you whether i don't know whether it's the and the title mm-hmm. of it or whether it's the cover art or whether you take it yeah, it just feels good or you mm-hmm. know you you just flip through some pages something attracts you uh, mm-hmm. i would say take that as a cue and uh, go and get it you don't right. know whether it's for you or through or for you, somebody else. for somebody else uh, just just buy it uh, keep it uh, if if you can't read it keep it somebody will take it from you that's it mm-hmm. and i'm very confident many times it so happens that my certain books of mine has been taken away they are so thrilled with it then i said you please keep it with you i don't want that maybe it's only for you na so don't have to you know like that it's a transfer of knowledge transfer of experience and also it's a transfer of some uh, you know the energy of mother nature no so you can always be a conduit others can also be a conduit for others that way it gives you a lot of uh, you know what you call the movements of the book will be very very much appreciated mm mm-hmm. yeah so instead of holding on to one place you know it also distributes that uh, energy Well thank you um, Mr M so again most interesting to hear from you and uh, what we started out as a you know you know it's, it's, it may seem like a very simple experience it may seem like a very um, very pithy very pointed experience but i think what it expands to is much more broader much more wider and uh, you know has a lot more things for us to absorb and learn thank you so much for sharing your experience Thanks, Ranga sir, for giving me a chance because it's a it's a very impact-creating experience in my life. So it's good that I could share with you.